Welcome to the Lifting Lindsay podcast. Before we dive into today's episode, I do want to share two exciting new things that I'm doing and I'm so excited. Okay, so most of you know, I love waking up in the morning, just going for a little walk. I used to go outside and I live in Utah and right now we are experiencing snow upon snow upon snow. Like you literally, it has been insane. Anyway, by the time this airs, it's probably going to be like 80 degrees outside and we're all going to be swimming about because that's just how Utah is. But (laughs) so I wake up in the morning. I love, I don't even like change my clothes. I don't even put on walking shoes, but I wake up, I immediately step on my uh, walking pad that I just love. And I just got it off of Amazon. Maybe I'll share the link in the bottom of this. Anyways, I'm getting to the point of the announcement here. And I usually just listen to 10, 15 minutes of a good book just to get me in a good mood for the day. And I was thinking, why don't I have a walking book club? I just barely did an episode on steps. You guys know that movement is important. And so I am going to start it. I'm starting the Lifting Lindsay Walking Book Club. And I'm just committing you guys 10 minutes a day. That's it. Put your headphones in, listen to an audiobook, and walk for 10 minutes. I mean, you can put your headphones in and and clean up the house for 10 minutes. I don't care what you're doing. Just as long as you're moving for 10 minutes, you're going to get an extra thousand steps in and we're going to be enlightened with a good book. And the book that I've chosen is called The Gap and the Gain. And it's kind of funny because a lot of people, we started this uh, April 1st, and a lot of people have actually messaged in to me saying, look, I never would have picked up a book like this and I am loving it. It is exactly what I needed to hear. Um, It is amazing, guys. I've been sharing some of my thoughts on some of the messages and everything that he's been sharing in this book is so amazing. He talks about obsessive passion versus harmonious passion. And it just, there's so many things that will apply to health and fitness and you achieving your goals in a healthy way. I talk all the time about mindset and how important it is. This is a great opportunity for you guys to up your mindset game. So this month, the book is The Gap and the Gain. And then I'm really excited because at the end of the month, I'm going to be on vacation. So next month, I'm going to have a little online get together. We're going to do Google Meet. I'm using that platform. I'm excited to be able to see your faces. If you want to hide your face, you can do that too. But I want a platform where I feel connected to you guys, where we can share different things that we like about this. So about this book. So that's my big announcement, The Gap and the Gain, Walking Book Club. I'll have in the show notes um, the name of the book. And then sign up for the newsletter if you want to be able to get the the link to the meetup. Um, I'm really excited to do this. It's just another way that we can all rise together and just be our healthiest mentally and emotionally strongest selves together. Uh, The other big announcement that I'm super excited about is I am, I've had this idea for a while now and I'm stepping into Lindsay being nervous and scared to venture and try something new, but I feel like so many people come to me 
all the time and hire me because of my knowledge of biomechanics. And so I'm going to do it, guys. We're doing a biomechanics hypertrophy camp. So this camp is for beginners. It's for intermediates. It's for coaches. It's for people like you that just want to be your healthiest, strongest self, but maybe you don't have confidence in the gym. Maybe you're the person who's writing me all the time on Instagram saying, why can I not do an RDL without my back hurting? Or how do I set up for squats? We are going to learn how to do things in the gym, but also this is for you, those of you that lift at home. You can learn at that camp how to do everything at home with the equipment you already have. Um, Unless you don't have any equipment and you only have like three pound pink dumbbells, then that's just probably not going to work. But for those of you who really do love lifting at home, you usually have a little bit more equipment and stuff, right? Like a bench and bands and dumbbells and bar or something like that. And we're going to show you how to do all of these things at home too. So if you've ever wondered, there's the machine at the gym. How do I do it at home? We got you covered. So the date is going to be Saturday, May 20th. We are going to be spending all day together. I don't know if that scares you or (laughs) or if that excites you. You get to spend all day with Lindsay. I don't know. Maybe I just scared you off. You're like, why in the world would I want to do that? All day long, guys. And then for those of you who want to even hang out after, uh, the camp is going to start at 8 a.m., go to 5. Um, If you've had enough of me, I get it. If you haven't and you want to go out and eat with me afterwards, we're going to all go out um, and eat. And I just am excited to connect with my people, people who are like me, who just want to be our strongest, happiest, healthy selves. And and I'm excited for you guys to connect with other people. Sometimes it's kind of sad in, in the fitness world when we have all these goals and stuff and we're really excited to run home and or at the family gathering, they're like, what do you do for fun? I'm like, I deadlift and I'm excited to tell somebody how much I deadlift. And you tell them and they're like, what? <laughs> Should I be impressed? It's like, no, I want to find my people. I want to find my people who love lifting as much as I do or health and, and fitness. Anyway, so this is a great opportunity for you to find your people, find more people and connect with them. So that's in Utah, Saturday, May 20th, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Once again, all day learning together. It is going to be awesome. Anyways, let's start this episode where we talk about hunger because that's kind of a, that's a hard one to navigate when we're in a calorie deficit. So let's get on into this. Today, I'm going to give a short episode on hunger uh, because I do think that this is important to talk about. Oftentimes when people talk about hunger, it's usually telling you different tips on how to avoid it. And I think that that's really important, right? There's a there's a study that was actually kind of cool that took two groups and they they had the morning large breakfast eaters. They had that one group get 45% of their caloric daily intake 
in breakfast and then 20% at dinner. And then they took this other group that was the dinner heavy group. And they they had them doing 45% at dinner and 20% at breakfast. And then they kind of compared them and said, who felt more hungry during the day? And it was really fascinating because the those that ate a big breakfast were less hungry throughout the day than those who had a little breakfast and saved all their calories for night. And 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 that kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Kind of makes sense. So sometimes when I'm working with a new client and I say, okay, we're struggling staying on plan. Let's look at how you're breaking up foods. And I find that they eat like a bird all day long and then they try to save all of their calories for dinner. Those individuals tend to have more difficulty staying on path or staying consistent to the caloric deficit because they almost have this like i need to i need to save everything and and so they nitpick at stuff but they're throughout the day but their hunger is so high that they can't stay consistently in a deficit so they end up going off the path more so I, a great strategy for those individuals is going to be like hey let's let's get you eating more at breakfast, let's get you eating more at lunch. I, I'm a firm believer, those of you who have followed me for a while, that we we need to eat large meals. So even when we're in a calorie deficit, oftentimes I watch women eat like a bird and just peck at food all day long. And then they wonder why they can't ever stay in a calorie deficit long enough to see fat loss. And in in my opinion, that's that's really not a healthy approach for mind and body. Um, you're almost saving all of your calories, all of like that energy that can be used throughout the day at night uh, when you're about to go to sleep. And so, wouldn't it be better if we could stay a little bit more energized throughout the day, and mentally and physically be a little bit more energized and aware, even in a calorie deficit? by eating more at breakfast, lunch, snack, and then have a moderate-sized dinner, right? So those are just some tactics that I like to use as well as leaning more towards whole foods and fibrous full foods and stuff like that, right? So there are tactics that we can use to mitigate hunger, right? To to bring hunger down throughout the day. And that is wonderful, But I did want to just bring up the fact that when we go into a calorie deficit, there are going to be different levels of hunger and everybody will experience them a little bit different. And that can actually come down a lot of it to the foods and even the timing like we just barely talked about. So if you get those on point, you should be good. But but keep in mind... It's not like you're going to completely erase hunger altogether. I mean, even at maintenance, I get hunger cues to eat. I'm going to feel hungry. I've been I've uh, started out uh, builds where I'm in a slight surplus and I still get hunger signals cuz it's time to eat. Right? So that's just part of all stages of fitness. Now I have noticed that when people tend to eat, chronically under eat, 
when I do increase their foods, they're like, I'm never hungry. And it is interesting to watch the body adapt. And all of a sudden they start moving more, start feeling better in their lifts and their training sessions. And all of a sudden the hormones that are over satiety and hunger, those things start regulating again. They, they start getting uh, up regulating, if you will. And they start becoming more consistent as they, they should be to help the individual understand energy intake and keep things around maintenance. But people who have spent exorbitant amounts of time in a calorie deficit, which they shouldn't be doing that, but they do, then sometimes when I do raise their calories, they're like, I'm never hungry. And so we can, I, I like to meet them where they're at. I don't want to force feed them, but I do like to keep them educated on the process that you're right. You may not feel all that hungry right now. I actually have two clients right now that we are getting them eating at a higher maintenance. Their body recomp is staying about the same, but we finally have them feeding their body enough and really pushing themselves as far as training goes. And so body composition staying basically the same, but they're expressing this. I'm not hungry ever. In fact, sometimes I feel like I need to force myself to eat. I'm like, that's okay. Like I will meet you where you're at. I'm not going to, I don't want you to feel like you're force feeding, but we are, and I educate them on, it is going to take two to three weeks for these systems in your body to regulate a little bit more. And then all of a sudden they do notice after two to three weeks, oh, I am getting a little bit more hungry. Wow, isn't this amazing that I can eat a little bit more than I thought? And I'm feeling so good with my training and energy levels tend to be higher too. So, and that is, that's a great, as long as, you know, body recomp is, body composition, I should say, not body recomp, but body composition is saying basically the same, then we know that we are hovering at a higher maintenance. And that's a great place to sit and even focus on building strength and building muscle. And that's actually where majority of people who are already in uh, healthy body fat ranges, that's that's where women thrive right there. They keep a really healthy perspective as far as mentally, uh, emotionally with the process and physically. They just thrive there. So I wanted to touch a little bit on that, but I, I do want to go back to, I just want to remind people that you can be in a healthy caloric deficit. Okay. You are in a healthy energy deficit and be a little hungry. And that that's actually okay. So sometimes I'll have clients who are not progressing towards fat loss, even though we have them in a very healthy place as far as a calorie deficit. And let me just preface this. Whenever I talk about healthy hunger, I understand that this is a tough one. This is a really, really tough conversation to have because within the fitness industry, within the quote unquote health industry, or should I say diet industry, extremes are often pushed to the point where people develop body dysmorphia and they develop these 
bad relationship with food and they develop things like bulimia and anorexia and things like that. Um, And that's a horrible thing. And obviously I'm not talking about these unhealthy measures that people are going to, right? Because those exist. If you followed me for a while, you know that I'm like, we don't need those extremes. We really don't need those and they're not healthy. And those aren't the patterns of behaviors that we want to show our children or that's not the way we want to live. We can still see some good results through just focusing on healthy behaviors over time and doing short, healthy bursts of calorie deficits and diet or cut phases, whichever word you want to choose, right? So we can do that. And even within these timeframes of, okay, I'm going to choose a 12 month or 12 month, well, 12 week calorie deficit, I'm going to choose a 20%, that's a good percentage, a 20% calorie deficit. And that is a healthy way to go about it, especially if we're making sure that food choices matter too, that we are doing what I talked about with timing food better, not saving everything till night. I think of a chipmunk that does that, that goes out and scrounges up everything and then brings it home and saves everything. I don't know why, but my mind goes to chipmunk for some reason. But we don't want to do that. We want to give the body energy throughout the day too. And we want to have more whole foods and fiber, fibrous foods. And that's how we do a healthy calorie deficit. Okay. Now, even within that realm, I'm just letting you know that there will be times that all like that you feel hungry. And sometimes hunger rises right before we get a drop in body fat, right before it may feel like, oh, it's rising. It's a little bit more uncomfortable. And if we just push through that uncomfortable, because we know we're going about the process correctly, we're not doing extremes. We're not doing, you know, two hours of cardio every day. We're being healthy in our approach. We're making sure we have macros that we need and the micronutrients that we need. So We're doing this in a healthy way. And even then you're going to feel these fluctuations of hunger and it's okay to say no to yourself. Okay. I, I just want you to know, I think about budgeting, you know, I was a huge Dave Ramsey fan. I, I just did not want to get into debt. I worked in banking for many years. And I know I've talked about this before, but I worked in banking and I saw the way people use money and it scared me. And not only did I not want to use my money and get into debt like I was seeing people, I wanted to ensure that I stayed as far away on the other side as I possibly could. And so I was a hardcore Dave Ramsey person. I saved money and people looked at me flat out. Family members looked at me and was like, no, it's not worth it. It's bad. Don't do that. I want to live my life. I don't want that. That's great. That's great. I don't care. They lived their life. They did it how they wanted to, but I wanted to do it how I wanted to do do it. And I wanted to set myself up financially for freedom that I felt like I was seeing nobody. Well, not nobody, but a lot of people, most people weren't. 
as I watched people come in and out of the bank and I sat down with them and I worked through some of their financial problems with them. And it just opened my eyes to, I don't want to be that like that. And so it's hard though, when I would work with these individuals in banking and, and we would talk about, we, we've got to save, you've got to save or, or you've got to, you are in debt. You are in debt. You have to cut back. And it was so hard for them to cut back because they didn't want to feel the pain of saying no to themselves in the moment. They didn't want to say no to themselves in the moment. I know I've shared this with you before, but it just resonates so well with, but it's okay. You get into a budget financially and most people don't blink an eye. They're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. You get into a caloric deficit because in some ways you have put yourself physically in a position that you're not comfortable with and you want to get out of it and people lose their mind. You shouldn't do that. Nobody should have to do that. And 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 you're hungry for a minute and are like, no, I'm not going to say yes to my to that that hunger signal right now because I have a goal. And if I say yes to that, then, then I'm not going to hit my goal. And once again, we're going about this in a healthy way. It's okay. I'm here to tell you, it's okay to say no in that moment and say yes to getting in that energy deficit so that you can drop some body fat, so that you can get into a healthier position that you can then maintain without the calorie deficit. I did a post one time about this and somebody on TikTok grabbed it and ran with it. And if you know who did it, like you don't have to tell me, but my point bringing that up is it's hard to talk about. It's okay to say no to hunger. It's hard to talk about it because people want to live in extremes. They want to say, nope, you should never feel it ever, ever. And if you do, you need to eat whatever you want because you need to honor your body and you need to listen to those hunger signals. But the problem is, is people have been already living that way. And it's usually what's gotten them in the position of, hmm, maybe I really don't know how to honor my body. Maybe I don't know how to read these signals. Maybe I don't know how to move my body more and eat appropriately to fuel that and my goals. And so it's actually because they've been saying yes, yes, yes to themselves that now they're in this position of, oh, I am in some sense in debt now physically. Just like how somebody who doesn't know how to properly budget and utilize their money can then become in debt financially. And you see this all the time. It's fascinating because there are some people who would come into the bank and they didn't have to write out a budget. They just could intuitively kind of sense, huh, you know, I did make that big purchase last week. I shouldn't go out to eat this week. And they can kind of intuitively think through these things, but not everybody can. So when we say things like, well, you should intuitively eat, not everybody has an, an intuition with food that's not broken, especially with the 
calorie-dense foods that we have now. The processed foods that have that are tiny, tiny, and yet have loads of calories to them that we can easily overeat, right? So sometimes some people out there intuitively are amazing at it, whereas others aren't, and they need to learn that. And that is something that I love teaching them in maintenance is what does intuitively eating look like? I don't think people should be tracking every single calorie they take in for the rest of their life. Shoot me. That would be miserable. I would hate that. I don't do that. So I I want to teach others that there's freedom, but that freedom comes with this, the fact of we still do have to think about these things. Even when you're in maintenance, that doesn't mean you just say yes to whatever. It's like what I just barely said about the, the budgeting with money. If you make a large purchase, you go out and you buy a car or you buy that brand new TV that you wanted, then maybe this week you don't go out to eat every night if that's your usual pattern. Because intuitively it doesn't make sense because you just made this huge, large purchase. And so maybe it's like, oh, I'm going to pull back a little bit so that financially I don't get into debt or get into a place that makes me feel really, really uncomfortable. So that is a wonderful place to be at. And I encourage every everybody to work towards that when it comes to food. But once again, I just want to come back to this idea that even in a healthy, wonderfully positioned uh, calorie deficit, 12-week phase, you are going to be hungry. And it is okay to say, oh, I love my body. My body is trying to protect me. My body is not the enemy. It's saying, hey, Lindsay, you need some food right now. And if you don't give me food, then I'm going to go through some other processes in the body to get the energy that I need. I need energy. And if you don't give it to me right now, then I'm going to look for it in body fat. And I'm going to pull the energy that I need from there. But I'm going to give you a chance. Here I am speaking to you. What are you going to do? And when you look at it like that, that do you know what? This is not the enemy. This isn't a bad thing. This is the body saying, hey, this is what's going on internally. What are you going to choose? And then you choose. You say, do you know what? Right now I'm in a calorie deficit for the next 12 weeks and I'm in a healthy one and I'm moving more and my goal is to drop a little bit more body fat so I can be even more healthy. And so I'm going to, in this situation, I'm going to honor my goal because my goal will actually set me up in a better place tomorrow, in a place that I really want to be at tomorrow. And so I'm going to say no to that hunger signal now. Now at maintenance, the answer will be something else. The answer may be like, oh, I didn't do a very good job eating larger meals. I've been kind of nitpicking at everything. So now I'm feeling hungry and I'm going to honor that. I'm going to honor that because I need to be in a calorie at at, uh, energy balance, at maintenance. So I'm going to honor that. 
So in conclusion, I just really wanted to emphasize that when you've set yourself up for a healthy fat loss phase that has a beginning and an end, you're not living here, right? A healthy fat loss phase, you are going to feel hungry. It is going to fluctuate. Sometimes you'll feel it a ton. Sometimes you won't feel it that much. That's okay. That's totally normal. That's, that's There's no right or wrong to this. It's just, it is what it is. And once again, if this is a healthy setup fat loss phase, you can say no to those hunger signals and it's 100% okay. And then after the fat loss phase, we go back up to your new perceived maintenance and you sit there fueling your body what it needs to maintain, to maintain your energy that you're putting towards your family, to your workouts, to your life. And it's done in a completely healthy way, okay? But it is okay to say no to those hunger signals. I really hope that this discussion has helped. If you have any questions at all, please send me a message at Lifting Lindsay on Instagram. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Lifting Lindsay podcast. I just wanted to make one little announcement. I know I've already made a ton, but next Monday on the 17th, my personal training program that's found in the app begins. So every six to eight weeks, I upload my personal training onto the app and you can get on there and follow along. And it doesn't matter if you lift from home or at the gym because I have alternative exercises in there for you. So my training programs, my emphasis is glutes and delts. Obviously, I work all muscle groups, but this is a specialized program that's five times a week where I am putting a little bit more volume towards glutes and delts because I'd like to see them grow a little bit more. So if your goals line up with mine, I just want to invite you to join me and train with me on the Lifting Lindsay app. Have a wonderful week. I love you all, guys. 